What's going on, guys? My name's Joey Bartman. This is WGO Joe, episode 20. Thank you for tuning in. Today I had my boy, Will Larson, back on for the third time in the studio at our new area, the Shed TM. And let me tell you, this was a great conversation. First off, I do want to shout out before the conversation starts, Will and I had, is a couple shout outs to uh, the people that helped me grow, you know? First off, I want to shout out my boy, Mark, with Mana STL. You guys have heard me say it again and again. Man STL is your one-stop shop, buy, sell, or trade magic. Mark not only offers a comprehensive amount of money uh, or a comprehensive amount of cards for your selection to purchase at a very low rate under TCG value, he's willing to pay up to 75% TCG value on anything you have. Uh, make it from uh, alpha, beta to the modern sets. He is backed by quite a few other large players in the community that are wanting your cards if you don't play anymore. Mark is a one-stop shop for everything, and uh, he's helped us out a lot. And there's nothing more than I could say thank you. Uh, so, that being said, Mark is a man with the plan, and we love him. And we want you guys to go to manastl.com if you're buy, sell, or trade Magic the Gathering. Um, guys, let me be clear with you all. I vape. If you haven't heard the vape noise in our podcast, you're either deaf or you're not listening to the show. Or you're not listening to it fully, because it goes off quite a bit. Vaping is my favorite thing to do. I haven't smoked cigarettes in almost two years now. Last year I've had a whole 12 of them. You know? Triple Vapors is my one-stop shop buying vaping accessories. Tribble's located right there off Telegraph, as well as two locations in the Illinois region around the St. Louis community. And, guys, they're amazing. Especially this South County location here in St. Louis. You can't beat it. Uh, they have an amazing group of people, Mike and Mort, as well as Deej, who offer some of the most experienced services in the vaping community. Not only are they fair on their prices, they have a wide range of premium juices that you cannot beat. Looking for other stuff to help pack that homegrown you have? Don't worry, they got you covered. Not only do they have other devices to help you take care of what other products you need, they also have CBD options as well as Delta 8 in stores now. Check them out. Triple Vapors are one-stop shop and a great supporter of WGO with Joe. Guys, this is the year, you know. We're fucking here. We're fucking doing the thing. We've been doing the thing. We're on our second thing of prop uh, butane or propane, you know, to heat the shed. It just ran out. But you know what? We're fucking here. And uh, I can't express how grateful I am for uh, all of you to be as supportive to the show as uh, a few other friends I have. And uh, I can't stress how grateful and thankful I am for you all to be here with me through this journey. We're here at episode 20. A lot of podcasts don't even get this far let alone have conversations as long as I do and episodes as long as I do. So uh, this is a huge milestone for me, and uh, I can't wait to bring you more content. Um, we do have uh, you know, the uh, Facebook page right now. We're building a YouTube page up here soon when we get into our video and audio system where. And uh, I can't wait to get this thing rolling for you guys. Uh, again, episode 20 was my boy Lil, Will up. Uh, with my boy, Will Larson, and I hope you guys enjoy it as I did with the conversation with him. All right? Other than that, check it out. Peace. Peace.
What the fuck is going on, guys? My name is Joey Bartman. This is episode 2020 of WGO with Joe. Fan favorite, Will Larson, is back again to talk to you all. Will, what is the fuck up? Just chilling, my dude. Just living life to its fullest, I suppose. Oh, dude. Dude, it's been crazy. Last time we talked, we were talking about some of the updates with your house. Yeah. Right before the election and all that. And right we guarantee it. we're going to have you back on after all that shit was oh, said. Oh, hell yeah. Done. How are we Especially not going to talk about it? Especially with the inauguration and all. And here we are now. One in my new house. Welcome to the shed, Tia. <laughs> Super sick. Thank you. Super uh, sick. It's still uh, under construction, but uh, it gets the job done. It's a lot better than the garage. That's right. Oh, yeah. But uh, first off, well, how have you been? I haven't seen you since last year. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh. Are you going to say that on I every s- one of them? I've been saying that to every guest I've had on since last year. Now, if I haven't had them on, I'll be like, hey, how have you been since last year, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's been good. Uh, some crazy shit more nonsense with our house turns out they have to oh yeah nonsense so so uh i know you were telling me last time uh they're pretty much just gutting the house and you're getting a new house on the foundation for free but what's going on now uh essentially yeah i mean so they had to rewire the whole house and that's been a fight with insurance because that is considered a code upgrade and on our code upgrade, our policy is only like 10% of our total policy. So it's only eighteen six, eighteen thousand six hundred some odd dollars. <clears throat> and uh, that would be enough to cover all the electrical stuff. But because the electrician has to pull the drywall and insulation in order to do the electric work, they're trying to charge all of the drywall and insulation to all that. that. So the total came out to be like $38,000. Is that why uh, this last week you asked if people would be cool to just rip up your walls? Fuck yeah. Like anything to save money, right? So uh, <clears throat> is that something your insurance kind of recommended to you or how, how'd that come to? We're uh, Well, I was talking to the uh, contractor because I finally got to meet with him after a while. And uh, I was like, look, man, we can't pull 20 grand out of our ass. It's not possible. We just can't fucking do it. We haven't been even moved in for a year, and we haven't lived right. in our house for a year. We've had zero chance to build any savings. It's complete and utter nonsense. He's yeah. like, I get it. Out so, of first homeowners, you guys got fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, silver well, lining. Not fucked, but you no, got no, the no, worst no. hand. Fucked. We got <laughs> fucked. But, um, you know, silver lining is, like... They're helping We got you the right hard now. shit out of the way first, right? Yeah, sort <laughs> like, of. <laughs> like, after this, anything that we have to deal with is going to be child's play. Like, all right, like, I don't give a fuck, get to, it done. <laughs> like, if you have to rebuild your fence, you're like, cool. We had to literally wait a year to move into the house we bought a year ago. Right. <laughs> um, and we had shit stolen, too. <laughs> fuck, yeah. So, um, then um, I was talking to the contractor, and I was like, look, man, we can't do it. We can't do it. And he's like, well, we can kind of move some of the money from this area to that if you sacrifice on quality, right? So he said, we can change your flooring because the flooring we had in there was Brazilian cherry wood flooring, which is like $18 a square foot. 
Which is beautiful flooring. Beautiful flooring. Probably ruined. Oh, absolutely ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Trashed. It's fucked. Trashed. Like, it's getting yeah, replaced uh, anyways. Pull, pull it, put it to the side, and we're going to burn it for a bonfire. Farewell to all this nonsense. Um, so we're taking the biggest hit there. We're saving a little over six grand there and getting um, some laminate flooring from fucking Home Depot. But the contractor said that it has, like, lifetime warranty kind of shit on it, so... Uh, all right, whatever. Whatever. Uh, I mean, the floor's already fucked. Yeah. And they're saving you six gonna... grand to rip it up and put this thing. You might as well do it, right? Well, yeah. So eh, so we did that. And I was like, fuck, man, what else can I do? Like, I'm relatively familiar with demoing. I can pull drywall and insulation. I've done it before. Can I do that? He's like, yeah, that would be fucking great. And that saved us another over two grand. So what have you done, like, pulling out? We haven't started yet because uh, including the contractors, like uh, a representative from the contracting company uh, and myself, uh, we have an insurance broker that we have. And then the insurance company, we had a uh, group meeting and uh, talked on the phone about it and kind of. Like, hey man, this is there's no bullshit. way we can get First this off, money for like, let's let's talk let's talk technicalities, right? Like yeah. it's a update to code policy, right? So the only thing that should go into it, excuse me, are code violations, which would only be the wiring, which would only be about thirteen grand. So on top of the seven grand they already had into it, then we would only have to spend two and a half or so out of pocket. Totally doable. But to throw the drywall and insulation and any other nonsense into it. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Especially the drywall fact is that not it's a not fucking your code fault violation. that the house got fucked by a tree. Yeah. Drywall is not a fucking code violation. Like it's bullshit. And so he's like, all right, well I'm going to talk to my higher ups and you'll but hear back pe- from me within a week or so. So I was like, yeah, cool. So de- we're just kind of coming up with this contingency to rip everything out and kind of do everything that we can to drop Help. that number help and, them uh, give a reason why they should do it anyways. Right. And they may re- they're going to re- have to remember because that's not your fault your house got fucked like this, dude. Yeah, no. Out of all the things that out of all the people I know that have a house, you literally bought it in within like what? 2 three months? months? Three, yeah. 2 3 months a storm happened and a tree fell. Yeah. Just wrecked it. <laughs> and that's no one's fault. It's actually Fuck probably you, the, mother nature. It's actually probably the homeowner's fault or the the people that built the house when they first built it for not taking care of the tree to begin with, because that's a right. hazard. Well, I mean, honestly, it was a healthy fucking tree. But the thing that, oh, so the storm just fucked the tree then. Yeah, the storm just fucked the tree. It was a healthy tree. So that shouldn't have happened unless it was a severe, and that storm that yeah. happened was a, The I speculation is day. it got hit by uh, lightning, but oh, it so wasn't. Oh, so it did get struck it, it by lightning. That's what we're thinking, but there was there were no scorch marks on any of the wood or anything when we cut it up and stuff. There was no scorching on the inside. I don't know, man. It's or just it could crazy. Have just been the wind or yeah. Well, I mean, I think the wind that day peaked at like eighty five. So ninety, have, and that branch probably weighed about a hundred, two hundred, three, four hundred pounds. Oh, that was many tons. There's a whole. Tons? It was a whole ash tree that would take two full grown men to wrap around. Really? Yeah. So you're. Pr- so that branch it, that it fell on the house, a Lincoln MKX. So that branch that fell, or was it the whole tree? So the whole tree fell. Um, but the branch fell on your house. Yeah. So like it, 
like the tree fell and then there was a branch pointed down at the house, right? So all of the way to that tree on that branch into the house and then the tree rolled off the house. Oh, okay. And then it flattened the car. <laughs> and then it flattened the car. Yeah. And then also fucked the other car. Well, it actually just sent a, a single tree branch through the rear windshield it, and totaled still, it out. Yeah. It's still fucked. <laughs> I mean, it was a 2011 <laughs> Ford Focus, so yeah, whatever. I, I, re- I remember your picture. You're like, yeah, this is nice. And you just, it's a picture at the back, the, the Ford Focus. Ford Focus is what I call them. Yeah, that's um, what everybody calls them, I thought. <laughs> but uh, that's their proper name. Ford just got in trouble when they called it that. That's why they said focus. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, publicity. Got to cover your ass. Yep. But, uh, no, you literally, as a first-time homeowner, you and your girl got fucked. Yep. Yep. And uh, this situation's crazy. Like, that one st- I remember that storm, too, a yeah. year and a half ago. It was a bad storm. Like, I think a tornado actually touched down that time, too, in the St. Louis area. Probably. I think one in the Arnold and one in, like, the Chesterfield area. Probably. But, we uh, weren't really keeping up on current events at that point. But uh, <laughs> but the thing is, like, it, yeah, that I didn't realize it was a whole tree. I thought it was just a brick. But, yeah, that whole tree, pro- I, I saw that tree in this picture. That tree easily weighed maybe 45, 5,000 pounds. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easy. Easily. Firewood Easy. for 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. We still have uh, one giant ass stump that nobody will take away. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, the stump is still there, and it's on the property. And uh, do they the, have to pull the, it out of the ground, or is it already pulled out? Or I mean, that's not even on us. So uh, somebody's gonna have to pull it out. It was actually on the neighbor's property, the tree that fell. But the neighbor's property was a rental property, and the same time the tree hit our house, that rental property company got absorbed into another company and everybody lost track of the previous owner allegedly so we couldn't really get a hold of anybody that would be so liable. why is your insurance paying it out and not the uh i it's i don't have tree. answers for you i talked to the insurance about that uh, and we gave them their information to the the neighbors next door and that's that's all she wrote about that situation. So uh, I'm sure they're building up a case to fucking talk to this. Oh, I'm sure. Company. I'm sure. And because we're they're at, like, this is if we're it's at, not a uh, hundred and I think it's like a hundred and four thousand dollars invest reinvested into the house mm-hmm. How much from did the you insurance the company house? through the insurance company. Uh, one hundred and forty-seven nine. So you literally they should have just tore the house down and built a new one. At nope, because <laughs> the insurance policy for that we got. It uh it covers up to a hundred and eighty six thousand dollars, right? So if it would have surpassed a hundred and eighty six thousand dollars, then it would have been a complete teardown and a total loss. And then they would have built a new one. Yeah, but, <laughs> which shit they would have fucking been done with it already if they didn't went that route. <laughs> but they still don't know the extent because they're still after a year they're at a hundred and four thousand. Yeah, and that's not including the electric because they're still fighting over that. But the one that is ride. that is including the electric oh, and is? stuff. Yeah, that's it, everything they've totaled up so far. But and that's not including the drywall cost, I guess, because that's the thing you're debating right no, now. No, that's that's still tallied in the total because we have a total tallied amount. Okay, right? so but, that's, um, but we're but just dis- disputing, disputing where insurance where is money, placing it, rather than it goes. being in yeah whether 
rather than it being in the update to code policy, we're, we're contesting that they move it to the general policy, which has the $180,000 coverage. Um, oh, so and, you're, you're, that's where you're at. Like, so the total, yeah, that we're just like fucking it, move it. It doesn't belong there. Drywall. It, it not needs a code to go violation. into this section because it's part of the general policy. Yeah. Not part of the electrical policy. Right. And the electric policy is only going to cover this, but if you put it there, it's fucking us. Yeah. And it's not our fault. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because I remember last time we talked, you had to pay $100, and the, the insurance didn't even want to deal with it because they said the way the electric was, it was, like, wired weird in your house in, like, two different units or two different yeah, systems. Yeah, with our, with our HVAC, we had yeah. two different systems. It's not really weird, but... Oh, it was the HVAC it was, whole it was, system. Uh, it was... Uh, the wiring problem didn't uh, pertain to the tree damage, so insurance wasn't going to cover it. But now they are? Yeah, I mean, if everything, literally everything has to be rewired, yeah, that's getting rewired. Fuck them. <laughs> and if the HVAC has to be they fixed, then, they have to fix that too. They froze our downstairs furnace as well. What do you mean? Um, so when that damage to the uh, uh, wiring happened, we had a company come out, an HVAC company come out through our home warranty, and they rigged it up to where you just had to flip the breaker and it would turn the air conditioning on. Because we still had some animals there at that point in time because we were still dealing with the what the hell's going on, how long is it going to be until our roof is fixed thing, not knowing that it's going to be a year later. <laughs> and still uh, not moving. So we still had a couple. I think my snakes were still there, and we had our spider there and stuff. And so we needed there to be at least some sort of climate control. So we would go there every day and turn on the air conditioning through the breaker. So I'm assuming what happened was... <clears throat> The whoever was in the house last, they because we had the uh, we had the thermostat pulled off the wall because it doesn't work. It what the wire problem was the problem with the furnace and AC communicating to the so thermostat. It, it wasn't going to work anyway, so it wasn't going to work anyway. So somebody from the contracting company or the electrician or whoever we already talked to them about that, like they're on it, it's not our fault, it's on them, they're gonna fucking fix it. Um, they took the um, the unit the um, thermostat unit and put it back on the wall and flipped it to heat and tried to turn the unit on for heat to keep our pipes from freezing, which, you know, awesome. I get it. That's what you're, you know, you're, you're being nice. It makes sense. But like you didn't inquire about it. And then because it was blowing air conditioning in the middle of fucking winter, you froze our whole furnace unit and probably damaged our air conditioning unit. Wow. Yeah, so that's getting taken care of too, and it's <laughs> it's just been one adventure after another with that place. And ever since that incident, the insurance company I'm sure is running into new problems they don't have to do. Like they're probably not happy the fact that you're yeah one we, year we, into we the paid house the, we paid them three times and they're like, well, here's a hundred and four grand so far. <laughs> because there's still more st they, as of right now that is may, that is the total because you may have yeah. someone come out and do an S there may be foundation damage at the end of the day oh uh, they did have somebody come out and inspect that already but you, and, they and may have so someone far else they come, haven't but they, they may haven't come back anything. out again or yeah there might be a different person it, that comes you know, out and yeah but they're probably gonna possible, still run into it or a corner of the Housing How about framing? you don't fucking jinx me like that? I'm trying to get you a new house built for free, so if it does happen, it happens for a good reason. I but, rather uh, I rather 
them find a bad foundation marker and be like, fuck, we got to redo it all now. That It just saves you more. They're going to rebuild the house in two months at that point. Fuck, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> they might as well, they should have done that already. They're like, fuck, it's been a year. We might as well have just built the, new, the guy a new fucking house. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, this is what we're going to offer you for a $250,000 house designed for this amount yeah. on cost of us. What do you want? It will be built. We're ripping the fountain. Just do it. What oh, do you shit. want? I mean, $200,000 is more than enough to cover anything in that house. That I mean, but getting the, that, they house, built, done that, already, getting that house built wouldn't wouldn't cost you any more than like, I don't know, probably 130 grand. But yeah. when it was first built, it was probably worth a lot more. <clears throat> probably shit now that everything's going to be brand fucking new it's going to be but worth they, a lot they more they might as well right? just build so, a new house fucking at this point we're like so we're going to have brand new drywall brand new insulation brand new wiring brand new flooring everywhere new, why don't we uh, just HVAC sell system. the house for you know 50 grand more than we paid for it because it's getting no, your insurance, grand that insurance company would probably be pissed. No, they would be, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Then we get fifty grand in our pocket, to, and we could spend, you know, get a house that's worth one hundred and seventy, and have the same mortgage payment as one that's worth one hundred and forty-seven. Yep. I mean, that's the the, the real move for real. Uh, it is, but then then it, that also raises like, what else is wrong with that house that we bought? So do we just sit on the house that we know everything is brand new and we don't have to touch it for 15 years? 20 years. 20 years. And like you, like I said earlier, they, they may still run into other incidents where they're like... They might. Like they may have to replace an L-beam, one of the foundation beams or the floor above the basement, yeah. and they're like, fuck, that's 12 grand. Yeah. Might and they should be. doing four or five of them. <laughs> Could be anything. But, we're hoping it's not because we're but, ready. We're just know, fucking ready you, to have you, our you house get back. back but, yeah, you want to get back home for sure. Shit. But at this point, you're also like, at just, least everything's going to be yeah, new, brand fucking new. It, yeah, we're really, we're really on the fence about it. We've, but your insurance company is going to have one hell of a lawsuit for that renter company. That as long as they sold. pursue it, because I mean that. Because so it's actually pretty funny because that uh, uh, rental company got absorbed into another rental company or another company yeah. and so that i don't know if it's a rental company or not or if it or what the deal is with the company like that absorbed a... them but that house next door is for sale now and uh so the neighbor on the other side kind of talked to them about it and they're like hey are, are you at least letting whoever's interested in this house know that they have to take care of that stump and stuff and that's you know that's important um, and the realtor she talked to is like, oh no, the neighbor's tree fell on their house, like implying that it was our tree. So like, we just went and printed off our survey the other day and taped it to the door next door. Like, it's not our fucking tree. You can eat my ass. <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. It is insane. You I, literally it, have the craziest story <laughs> of a homeowner that I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of crazy yeah. stories for homeowners, dude. I have, out of everybody I know, I can say the same thing myself. Even even veteran homeowners like my parents and my uncle and you know all that, they're like, Jesus fucking Christ, I have no idea what to do in this situation. I have no idea. Because, you know, we go to them for advice because they know, they know things we don't. They've been homeowners for 20 years. But they're like, they're like the fact that you're handling it no this way, <laughs> they're like, 
you're handling it the way I wouldn't even know how to handle it. Like, there's <laughs> like you're treaching on waters like the Bermuda Triangle right now, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, and and that has been pretty uh, pretty nice. I mean, you work really hard. I, I mean, I don't know when it starts for everybody else, uh, but you know, working hard to be a, a better person and a little more responsible and just generally be a, a good person for everybody in your life. Like, you work so hard to be that good person at a certain point in your life, you know, yeah, you're a teenager and you don't give a fuck about it, but like there comes a point to where that's the goal and to kind of get that validation. I mean, whether it be a situation like this or not, like get that validation. Like you guys are handling this like champs. Oh yeah. It's nice. It's nice to, it's nice to hear that. And you know, kind of get that validation that you've always (laughs) searched for, you know, especially from the, uh, the boomers as we call them. Right. (laughs) Like, but you guys ultimately out of all, like, I just moved into this house with my friend Mary and Jimmy and Jimmy and Mary bought this house and I'm renting. Congratulations, Jimmy, Mary. And they're having a kid and, uh, his name's going to be Adrian and, uh, he's coming in March. I can't wait to be uncle Joe. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I know. I'm so excited, man. I can't wait. But, uh. You know, we were blessed with this house, dude. Like, the work that was done before. It's a really nice house. I mean, it, it I can't see in the some... dark, but yeah. what I saw of it, like, it, it's a really nice house. Yeah. Just, like, the inside layout is no, super nice. No, it's beautiful. And uh, what was really crazy is uh, re- there was foundation issues because, uh, and that's something we had to fix uh, in the spring. Mm-hmm. We got to rip up all the mulch around the front of the house. Yeah, and around, put the anchors put, in. Well, the water's building up there, and it, it caused foundation issues. It was already fixed. Okay. But we need to rip up the mulch so water doesn't build up there because water saturates and yeah. to the mulch and So what's what's the game plan for that? I don't know how you would how you would You uh, just got to rip up the mulch that. and put a uh, rock down. Put rock down instead. Or it's just regular soil. Okay. Regular dirt. Yeah. Cause, because mulch yeah, mulch will hold that moisture and yeah. stuff. Definitely. So dirt, I mean that's well, something that happens even in the snake community instead of buying the uh, you know, $30 packs of like purposed uh snake substrate like it's coconut husk is usually what the go-to is they just go to the hardware store and spend two dollars on a you know 10 pound bag of cypress mulch or whatever yeah no so because uh, it holds the moisture yeah and uh i mean what we need to do in the backyard too just with how the prior owner had we need to level it out we need to put a draining system here because water builds up in certain areas especially when it rains okay so you guys are gonna put like some of those like black tube things tube, just yeah, to kind of channel it, it out channel it out yeah <laughs> because uh we used to have 16 trees in our backyard dude that's and a lot of fucking trees the other six well we have 12 in our backyard right now we have to we used to have 16 more apparently that and all of them were fruit trees crazy. So the guy that owned this house prior used to, had 16 different fruit trees. And then he got a girlfriend, and she told him to have to... And a lot of them, after a while, stopped producing fruit. Yeah. He had to cut them down, remove them, rip out the roots and all yeah. that. He's cut down well, a few other trees that you can see in the backyard we still have stumps of. but Yeah. And that could be a contributing factor to the to the water buildup, too, because those yeah. roots from the trees, they'll soak up a lot of the moisture mm-hmm. and stuff that goes into the ground. And where they dug it up and had to put down the like level it out, that's those dips, you know. So mm. it it happens though. And um, but this is a nice house, dude. I oh, it's, it's beautiful. a beautiful house. We would we would have been lucky to get a house like this. We were honestly we were lucky to get the house that we got. 
Your guys' house was beautiful before the tree fell on it. Yeah, it'll be beautiful again eventually. <laughs> eventually. Maybe another year or so. Yeah, maybe right? another year or so. But so isn't that like free living for you guys right now for the last year pretty much? I mean, besides a I mean, couple of, of the bills here and there, but you're not yes paying no. rent, right? Yeah, no, we're not paying rent, but like, you know, we still got to pay the mortgage and stuff. So we're not really saving any money. We're actually losing a little bit of money, which will be reimbursed. <clears throat> After everything said and done. Yeah, because we're paying an extra internet bill because some nonsense happened with our uh, internet at the uh, house that's being worked on. I put it on, um, oh, what do they call it? Um, like, uh, like if you were to have a summer home or something, you would turn off the internet seasonal. They put it on seasonal and then they took it off of seasonal. And I was like, well, we're still not living there. Put it back on seasonal. And they're like, nah, we can't do that. You can't put it back on seasonal for another 12 months. It's like, well, that's fucking horse shit. So now we have a hundred dollar internet bill at our house. Plus the. $50 internet bill at our apartment and then the electric bill because we got to keep the electric on for the contractors so they can use their power tools and shit <clears throat> and then the electric bill at the uh, rental property so we're paying two electric bills and two internet bills but anything we pay at the rental property uh, is going to be reimbursed so that's going to be nice even even uh uh, I don't know what the exact percentage of, but uh, a percentage of anything we do as far as like fast food and stuff, since we would typically cook and eat at our house because we had all of my cooking utensils and all that fun stuff. I mean, here we have it, but it's like the bare minimum. Like you get a you get a pizza tray, a single nonstick frying pan yeah. that's like nine inches and like a small fucking boiling and pot. And not like, like the biggest conventional oven or a workspace either. Yeah, it's it's so I, I honestly don't don't cook it cook at the rental a whole lot because it's it's just not the same ideal yeah i have you know my big ass cutting boards and my nice knives and all that fun shit at the house so it's like yeah i'm gonna cook there that's where i cook yeah <laughs> so, so we're eating out a lot more and they said they are going to reimburse a lot of that too so so you're spending the money now but after everything said and done they're going to write you another check saying yeah i mean i supposedly. guess supposedly yeah and i mean we got our settlement from the the theft already as well Really? Um, what was that? I remember the swords and what did they give you guys over after everything was said. So uh, the total price of everything was over fifteen grand. Wow. Then after the depreciation and the deductible, we pocketed about eleven. That's a lot more than you expected. Last it is. Time I remember. It is. I was. You're I was, expecting maybe five or six. Yeah, I, think, I was expecting six, seven, seven yeah. at the most. But turns out all of her makeup that was stolen was very very valuable over eight thousand dollars worth and your swords obviously still had value too yeah actually when they sent us the list for uh like what they were going to reimburse us for because after like the list of stuff that they found as close to what we sent them on the list you know so you sent them a list stolen. of stuff that was stolen what you could they they looked up online what that would be worth and then sent us the list back to go over so one of the swords that i had <laughs> she uh the lady i mean she, awesome lovely lady anna justice thank you so much um but <laughs> i guess she just was on autopilot mode and one of the swords that she put on the list was like a keychain replica of the sword worth like 20 dollars <laughs> instead of like an actual replica of the sword sword which would be like 200 dollars 
you're like hey yeah we corrected it and she said you know anything anything that we uh, because that's needed a big corrected. list i'm sure yeah and, and, and that's that your girlfriend i'm sure is like i don't even remember i'm sure i'm surprised she knew what makeup she uh, yeah so funny story is she is uh pretty obsessive compulsive about her makeup so like the week before she found an app on her phone to where it's just like this random wheel thing so like she made you know a dozen different wheels like one is for her mascara one is for her eyeliner and blah blah blah. so she like a week before she wrote out every single piece of makeup that she had so just ironically she yep wow that probably helped her a lot though oh yeah there's no there was no way off the top of her head she was going to remember everything if she didn't do that, though, she would have been probably... You probably would not have gotten... Oh, yeah, no, that. maybe two grand worth of makeup. And that's and that's easy, because, like, oh, most of most of the money from the makeup came from, like, you know, the, the eyeshadow palettes or whatever. Because some the of those... The ones are, that are very limited edition. Yeah, like the big, the big palette yeah, things yeah. that you see on, on Facebook and shit or whatever. So, like, some of those, yeah, that, you know, you're spending, like, 20 bucks. Others, you're spending, like, 50 bucks. Others, you're spending, like, close to $100. And so then it's like, if they're limited edition, they just build value. Yeah. So, so the fact that she just happened to, uh, uh, I guess, uh, database her collection. Yeah. Or, yeah. It know. really, really helped out. Um, but, I mean, unfortunately, you know, all that money's gone, right? Because we've had to, we've had, we were behind on our mortgage payment by a month by some mix-up of our own, our own doing. Uh, so that was, you know, that was a... <coughs> Well, it was a mix-up of our own doing because when we went to um, we went to Kansas mm. and uh, we ended up having to stay a little longer because COVID. she tested positive for COVID. Yep. So all of our extra money, or not even extra money, all of our money got dumped into like being able to feed ourselves and stuff like that while we were there. So w- we completely glazed over our car payment, our house so payment, money and stuff like that. So absorbed into other stuff. And uh, so we were behind on that and a couple other bills and stuff. And, you know, we had a couple uh, doctor's bills that everything went to. And, I mean, it's not completely gone, but, like, everything else, like, we have it set aside for something specific. Like, the two and a half, yeah. uh, the contracting company said uh, they were so generous so fucking generous right so we got the six thousand down from the flooring a little over two thousand down from uh removing the drywall ourselves um maybe get a little more because there's some carpet that needs to be pulled i can pull carpet and stuff like that so maybe get a little more from pulling carpet and disposing of it but um they said do all of that take the biggest hit you can on the flooring get all that shit out and we will foot the rest of the bill as long as you throw us two and a half cash which is somewhere in the ballpark of eight to nine grand. So that's crazy. They are they are being more than generous, though. I'm sure what they're making on well, but they're the helping project, you out on the the you know the down payment. Yeah. So I'm I'm absolutely well actually because because of the money going into the update to code policy, we're getting our deposit back because we're having to pay out of pocket. So that's another fifteen hundred bucks that goes in our pocket, but that's also you know fifteen hundred of the twenty five hundred we're going to pay back to the contracting company. Yeah. Um. So, but it's something that you pay now, but you're you're going to get reimbursed, and they're helping you out in a way. Oh, they're they're not in a way. They are one hundred percent helping us because out because they know it's not your fault. Yeah, and and they've been they've been. 
it's been kind of back and forth with them, right? Because it's been really poorly communicated between all of us and it's just a, a big mess the whole thing has just been a big mess so there's been like tension between us and the contracting company and the contracting company and the insurance company and then us and the insurance company and it's it's just been this big ass mess and they're like we're just done with this <laughs> we will help you guys out and hope that it pays itself forward in the future and we get a splash of luck in the future and it's like holy shit thank you we can't we can't afford twenty grand. We can't afford eleven grand, but we can definitely give you two and a half. Yeah. I mean no. that's that's it. <laughs> that's it after we get caught up on everything, so we're pretty much back at square one, right? Just kinda Just a year paying, later. Our, <laughs> paying our paying our bills and uh maybe being able to throw a hundred or two into savings every month. Yeah. So But hey, the thing is though, when you do move in though, you have a year down of the mortgage, so you're little Our less equity is gonna be higher yeah so uh, you, it, you have to think of it that way i mean it sucks but at the end you will profit out of it yeah our, our, our credit's going to be better uh it's going to be hopefully it'll be a little easier for us to get credit lines because when we move back in the first thing we're going to do is go to lowe's and say hey go to our house and put up a fence i'm tired of walking six dogs yeah. <laughs> no and uh i think your insurance should just put one in there just be like you're good i think so too but you know <laughs> i don't want to I don't wanna fight them on that one <laughs> Might have to. Well, I don't. I don't know what happened, John. We just had, we had a six foot privacy fence. I don't know what happened to it. It just disappeared. You know, they probably stole it, it John. When That's they, right. <laughs> when they stole the swords, they probably stole the fence. We didn't have cameras up, so I don't right. know. John, yeah. were you there before the house got wrecked? I don't think so, John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, again, uh, looping back to the theft, uh, we know of at least one more thing that was stolen, which is a laptop. That we haven't oh, reported yet um but the lady said that uh once we get moved back into the house we can and get everything unpacked and can kind of go through everything a little better that we can recontact her and say hey we found a few more things that were gone and she'll send us a check out for whatever else is missing Dude, your insurance company i'm sure they're like fuck but i'm so grateful they're helping you guys actually. oh yeah me too four, they're not one of those people four that are claims in, in under a year man and Holy it's like nuggets. nothing your fault though you're just like what do you expect us to do? <laughs> We're just on a bad run of luck. Hopefully, hopefully after we get in, everything they're probably going to drop out. you guys if another clip. <laughs> Say like oh, two no, years. You got to pay us an extra an extra payment every month. Got to make up some of that. like after everything's said and done, you're they're like, hey, the neighborhood's rates went up. Four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen because that's how insurance. <laughs> well, uh, fuck that, and we'll switch. Yeah, <laughs> if you raise your insurance, we will murder you. We'll do what Reddit did to fucking GameStop in those hedge funds. Fuck yeah! All right, so we spent thirty minutes talking about your house, <laughs> and I could keep talking about it. I love All right, that place. but uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, I know over the uh, New Year's, a few uh, major events have happened in America since our last conversation. Yeah, the. Uh, Latest American uh, election for the next president occurred. Yep. Uh, Donald J. Trump was not reelected, and we have elected Joe Biden and uh, Kamal Harris as his vice president, the first black, Asian, Native American, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Con vice president. Congratulations. Congra and uh, congratulations to her for uh, making history. That Absolutely. is a very huge movement for women everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I will not discredit her for doing what she does, as you know. 
But uh, we I had saw- the funniest argument with somebody about that the other day. It was the funniest thing. She's not even African American. She's Jamaican. Go fuck! Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. She, she's not Jamaican. And even if she is Jamaican, right? Somebody comes over from Jamaica, they're not called a Jamaican American. Well, they actually are. That's the That's real... not something that you often hear. But right? the thing is, most people they're can, generalized, the, just they're like generalized everybody else, because of their skin tone, like uh, just like everybody yeah, else, white but, people. <laughs> White people, even though you may be Polish, even Asian or people, black people, you know, white, brown, what, yeah, yeah, they're considered. They're not, I mean, uh, they're considered overall on any paperwork that you put in. You're not going to put in Jamaican American. You're going to put yeah. in African American. You're not going to put in Vietnamese American. You're going to put Asian American. Mm-hmm. Is it silly? And is it a, you know, could somehow be connecting dots on the systemic racism? Blah blah blah. Sh- sure, sure, but I mean that's just the way it is. I'm German and Irish. You don't see me throwing a fit about having to put Caucasian or white on my paperwork. Yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting it, the Jamaican, but however, it, it, it baffles me how people are like, wow, she's uh, this. So what? Okay, she's a mixed black woman. Yeah, I I'm, I don't even I don't even know her heritage because it doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> credit to the uh, woman... Uh, Sex, you know, mm-hmm. in general, because that's a huge accomplishment. That is huge. And that's it's the amazing. first time in America we've had a woman yeah. as vice president. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, that was great. And uh, but what's crazy is uh, we saw what happened a few days before Joe Biden was sworn in. Yeah, that and, uh, uh, the attempted uh, coup. The well, the Trump rally just went apeshit because I guess he. I don't think he meant to in the. Uh, because he's not there's a terminology behind it and i can't remember the name of it but it's like if you have a million people you're talking to and you constantly say oh this is wrong this is fucked up we need to do something about this there's always going to be a percentage of people that take that as a call to arms and do it and it is there is an official name for it and i cannot fucking remember what it is but that's what it is i know exactly what you're talking about and whether or not trump is smart enough to realize that's what he's doing i mean if they're going to if they're going to praise him to be the smartest person in the world and he fixed everything that was wrong with America, then it's silly of them to choose to be ignorant about that fact. If he's that smart, is he smart enough to realize that's what he's doing? Was that his plan the entire time? Did he really want there to be a coup the entire time? No, I don't think he expected that to happen, though. I don't know. But I, I think when it happened, he was like, yeah. Let my supporters do what they want, but when it got out of hand, he was like, fuck, this is... Because he's now... The Senate right now is trying to figure out if he's actually going to lose his presidential benefits. Yeah, the impeachment trial starts on the 9th. And that's kind of... I'm sure he's scared. Oh, I would be. But the thing is, he also has a lot of money to where he... Even though the CIA... (laughs) Money that he stole from his But the thing is, the CIA and FBI, though they may not back his family, they will have to, though, because that's national security threat. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna. St- his family's still gonna have Secret Service. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's not gonna be like he walks into a building with them. They're gonna be like in the background. Yeah. They're not gonna be visibly there to make sure he's protected. And we'll see. I, I haven't looked much into it, but I keep hearing around the Twitter sphere that uh, you know there are several states that are trying to to build suits against him, and he may be facing decent amount of jail time. I've heard that too, but I've also. 
read a lot of articles from like European countries, like uh, you know, BuzzFeed and all that. And BuzzFeed is not the most reliable or any of these other companies. You have to. I mean, you well, can take you the, have to put a the, grain of salt. You can on take it. unreliable and put it into the pool and consider all as a whole. Yeah, That's but the, but the, the thing is, but method. out of all these other outside resources, not even like conservative or liberal, even CNN and Fox have both had both you know liberal and conservative and as well as some libertarian networks have said this the senate though it's a democratic hold it's not enough to actually convict him because they needed two-thirds agreement and there's not enough republicans that are probably going to change i mean there are there are a lot that have deflected already but there's a lot that don't want to destroy the red name yeah, uh, but I'm sure in that same stance, there are a lot that are just keeping their mouths shut, too. We'll just have to wait and see, you know? And we don't know if the trial... Because we don't know how long... Because this is the first time this has ever happened Yeah, for a president to still go into his impeachment after he's been removed from office. As well as being impeached twice, yeah. Yeah. So it's... This is the first time for... A couple and, of things. Yeah. Yep. And it's weird, and... uh I really think he may get out of it and they're just going to be like, you know what? You have your money. You can pay for everything. You have secret service protection on certain things. But other than that, you have to finance it. You're not, you know, he doesn't get his month. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't get his yearly pension. Well, and that was always, that was always the far right's argument. Like, oh, he doesn't even take his money. Well, yeah, that's because he's collecting all of that money from his, supporter donations and putting it into shell companies yeah but he's also put a lot of his like paychecks he received as president yeah yeah to other well, stuff. what's 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 four hundred thousand dollars when you just collected 10 million the day before i don't know ask jeff bezos that's fair or ask a uh, ceo of apple uh, mark what the fuck his name oh is. i don't know he's not steve jobs though fuck yeah him. or ask uh, bill <laughs> gates uh no, I agree. I agree. Don't that, ask me these questions. <laughs> if I was collected $10 million the day before I dropped $400,000 on charity, I'd tell you the secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, the man, secret is become incredibly famous, convince everybody you're the best person in the world. And borrow a million dollars from your father. And borrow a million dollars from your Trump's, father. His legacy, his family's still going to be wealthy for the rest of their time. Oh, yeah. The Trump family is... They're actually probably made maybe, more money off this maybe case not than anything. Never gonna die off, but like, we'll It'll see him for ten for, lifetimes to come. Yeah, our generations and generations yeah. and generations will hear about this. Yeah. But uh, what scares me the most, though, is uh, the Biden administration kind of scares me, especially with what they've done in the first two weeks. And yeah, it's not like, like uh, I'm fuck blue, you know. One th- one thing specifically that you're uncomfortable with that they've done. They took 20,000 jobs away from the Keystone Pipeline XL. And my argument with that is because someone actually unfriended me on Facebook because of it. They're like, so you're upset because this eyesore in our nate. They called it an eyesore when it was buried underground, mind you. Most of it was, 75% of it had been underground. And it was already underground, most of it. They were rebuilding it, updating it. Mm Mm-hmm. 75, so it's not even an eyesore, but they're like this eyesore of a temporary job situation Yeah, where, you know, 20,000 plus people are working is going to die off soon anyways. We need to go to more renewable energy, but windmills, they're, they're, they're 
turbines are all fiberglass, and that causes a lot of environmental issues when they start breaking down. Sure. Uh, they throw fiberglass off. A, t- a, a, a real windmill will throw fiberglass off every year. Yeah. Off their fucking well, I mean, blades. That's just how it works. That's, but that's one of, and they cost a lot. But mining everything, you know, you're building mines like lithium mines. You're building iron mines. You're building all these mines to yeah. harness this product to build renewable energy. That's not really bet. It doesn't pay itself off. So my argument with this guy was is like, so how is a uh, solar panels and all that more go green? When the mines and all that are a bigger eyesore than an oil surface, when we're drilling out of the Gulf of Mexico, which is one of the richest oil communities in the world, and 80% of the oil the U.S. produces is our own oil. We only bring in 20% from outside resources. The reason fuel costs so much is because we keep that inflated price to run the market because the Middle East is almost out of oil because China and Europe have buy, been buying it for the last century. Right. So my question to them was, why are you upset that a resource that five lifetimes from us are not from us to when the renewable resources are more efficient and more versatile, more available? Yeah. Why are we cutting this one off now when we need it the most to produce the new energy? He's like, because sure. we're killing the planet. Yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. I mean, but- that's a huge thing. I mean, the Keystone Pipeline alone leaked over 400,000 gallons that's of oil. That's why they wanted to rebuild a new one. That's why the Keystone Pipeline XL was replacing it. They were going through and building a new pipeline to replace the failed one. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the that's a problem. First off, yeah, those are insanely temporary jobs, right? So the only but they're the not only constant temporary because the only constant is you know, less than, you know, 100, 200, whatever. It's a small, small number but after that two and a half years. Year. For 20 years, there would have been 30,000 jobs. I don't know and, about uh, 20 years. If they're no, taking it, 20 they're years. they're building one pipeline, it would have been 20 years through all the con- all the states, putting it up, putting the oil through it, connecting all the new networks to it. It wouldn't be... Once it's built, the main pipeline was working, but they would be connecting all the sub-pipelines to it. Sure. So it had been about 20 years till it's fully, and then they'd go back and take out the old one. Yeah, so I mean... So it'd be I don't, a 10-year one-way, 10-year the back. I don't know a lot about it, but, but like, it's for also, a 20-year timeline, right? But it's so also... Throughout that entire timeline. that's probably very exaggerated. It's probably realistically yeah. 10 years. But that was... Even then. $5 billion into livelihoods... People that have been doing that their whole lives, their their pay, their company, he the Biden administration killed twenty thousand jobs. Like I heard, it wasn't to, even that much. It was wasn't twenty thousand. Wasn't it like mostly Canadians? Nope. And it was only the Canadian market lost thirteen thousand jobs. Okay, yeah that that seems that but seems. But the U.S. market lost. So realistically, but, um, he killed. 35,000 jobs. Yeah. I mean, and sure. And, but USD, that's, that sucks. that's, but the thing is like, and I'm not trying to justify oil and I mean, we need it. Yeah. And the new pipeline would have been more efficient, especially with modern technology. It wouldn't have leaked like the old one. Hopefully. But potentially it yeah. wouldn't have, but, uh, especially with the safety regulations are in place with oil. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, 
I understand the scare though, right? Yeah, I after, get the scare. After over four hundred thousand, just d- from that one alone, like what about the others? Four hundred thousand barrels is nothing to what the Keystone Pipeline in the Gulf of Mexico was. Oh, for certain. So I, I mean, if we're, you know, we're don't four hundred thousand is a lot of oil, and I'm not discrediting that. And the fact that it's spilt is a a, a catastrophe and a absolutely. devastation, and. Uh, that's because of poor maintenance and poor regulations. Sure. Because you have one, like, the one thing is Republicans want to put these pipelines in and put new ones in to get rid of the old ones because they're so old. They're 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. Yeah. That's why they're failing. Yeah. And the month, and every time, and every four to eight years, we see this change of Republican to Democratic to Re- I thought the I thought the original Keystone was the new one that everybody nope. was protesting because the one, new one that everybody was protesting the new on one the, that was uh, protesting the indian the indian so territories what, the, and stuff you know why they were protesting that because the indian territory didn't want it no so here's what actually happened so that oil company asked a native american tribe could we build this pipeline through here we'll put it underground and they offered him 10 million dollars in compensation the tribe said no and then the oil company rebuttaled, how about $20 million? And these numbers are a little off, but if you look at... R- roughly, r- yeah. yeah. Just like but a they, general yeah, statement. These are, this is just a general you know, estimate. But they, they rebuttaled, like, how about we offer you this to do this? And they said, no. And then that tribe rebuttaled saying, we want this. An extraordinary amount of money. No one would pay yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Why so not? what that oil company did, they took the pipe... And went around. It actually never went through that tribe's property or that whole uh, conserved land. Sure. It went around. But they got so upset, they started protesting and fucking with the pipe. They were tampering with it, messing with it, hitting it, causing damage to it. And it eventually leaked in certain parts that were functioning while they were continuing updating certain sections. That's why it leaked. Yeah. No one okay. doesn't. No one wants to uh, acknowledge the fact that there were people inside the pipeline, blocking workers doing their job and hitting on the valve that was keeping oil from leaking. Yeah. Nobody wants to admit that. I and, mean, so I guess at the end of the day, right? So, yeah, that would have been an extraordinary go- amount of money. But like, but the, if you have somebody constantly badgering you, right? They weren't badgering them. Well, you know what I mean, though. But, like, yeah. hey, let us do this. No. Let us do us through this price. No. How about this price? No. Well, shit, they're not going to leave me alone. I'll give them a price. And they'll know that's where I am. And they'll but know that they I don't said, want it. All right, cool. And then they went around your property. You can't be mad at that. Then, it, But they got no. mad because they lost out of money, ultimately. Well, sure. And, I mean, they were that, that whole tribe was poor. It wasn't a very wealthy compound for Native Americans. Sure. They were upset. They lost money, and that's what. And then all these people started protesting, especially those fucking hippies that are like fucking tree huggers. <laughs> and not, nothing against them. I'm not. I'm not. Like, yeah, Pfeiffer was right. Yeah, I mean, we can even loop back even further to like, yeah, the renewable energy isn't going to be, but the thing, viable for a little while, yeah, right? But, yeah, so, but so, but that's why that was an issue then. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, I get that. But this new pipeline was to replace those issues. Is going to be more advanced, and it was it. We have to update our infrastructure, and that was an infrastructure update. 
Yeah, I, I guess. But at the end of the day, right? So we're spending X amount on that, right? What would happen if we spent that amount on the renewable energy? Yeah, it's not very self-sufficient well, right now. Well, it's not very self-sufficient that, right that, now. But it has to grow in order to do so, right? So all of that crazy stuff, all of the mining and stuff, that was going to happen anyway. Well, the thing is, so do you know what's, how long a solar panel's life expectancy is? I don't. Ten years. Ten years? Hmm. That seems One solar about panel right. cost for a house, like if you were to put solar panels on your house, once because I just got the estimate done for ours. I've considered it for ours. $1,400 for one. And hmm. our house needs 24 of them. Nice. $1,400 a piece. Yeah. And after ten years, you have to replace every panel because they lose their ability to regenerate energy. That is not sustainable. Is that on the lower end? Because I know that Tesla has LG their badass Tesla. ones. That's the LG Tesla. Is it? Yep. Hmm. That's the actual. That's the actual shingle ones that they put out. Yep. The shingle ones are they're not they're not liable. They're they're not cost efficient. Gotcha. That's the thing. There are ways to build these magnificent ways to save energy. It's not cost efficient. And then like those shingles that. Uh, Elon Musk develop the material and the the waste those factories have to produce one shingle is not there's no positive for how environmentally safe that shingle is for what they put out because the amount of chemicals and raw material that just goes back into the landfill or goes into somewhere or goes into yeah. the water that there's no explanation because it's not, but I'm not saying it's not the wrong direction. But yeah, we I mean, can't, but we as can't, of now, that's the best that you got, right? So, but, the, but we you, can't you just say oils pushing forward worse or uh, coal, burning coals worse when burning coal actually emits less emissions than most windmills do. I don't know about all that, but I I do know that you know, going green is definitely it's, the way to go. We need to. But, but if, if we can't if, force it if the technology is not efficient or cost effective. Yeah, but if we don't fund it, then it's never going to get there. But if fund, we put all of our money into oil and coal, well, the, put your money into. Let's put our money into it. But yeah, I had to think. Lithium is harder to mine than coal. Sure. And batteries take lithium, so if they want, like California wants by twenty thirty. No emissions, all electric vehicle, all EV. They have like what a hundred million, like seventy million people live in that state or something. I got something nothing like on that. that. Probably something absolutely crazy. They're like very that. overpopulated because I think there's what yeah. like three point two million living in St. Louis alone. So yeah, it's got to be yeah. something crazy. Very like that. extraordinary. Yeah, po- you know. So let's say like sixty million people live in California. Yeah, sixty million electric vehicle cars. That's a lot of lithium. That's a lot of charging stations. Those charging stations will need to be powered by something. That power usually, like solar panels, windmills, do not put enough energy out like coal or oil does right now. And that's where I'm getting. I'm not saying let's not advance it, but why are we cutting? Like you said, put money into developing it, but we can't cut the other one out when the other stuff is not there perfectly. For certain, but I mean, you can't you can't wait for perfection in order to fund. You have to fund in order. Well, to let's get fund it, but perfection. Don't... I mean, 
look at oil and coal. We're nowhere near perfection for oil and coal. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this discussion, right? Yeah. And that's but, just been the way it is for, you know, but the thing is, hundreds of years. Don't, don't stop the progression to safety in the oil and coal delivery in our nation and our infrastructure. But why that's being built, and that was already private sector. It wasn't fe- like, yeah, there were federal subsidies like everything else. But why isn't the federal government just putting money into more solar panel research? Because or, bipartisan is fucking hard. Yeah, because apparently people don't want... And I could see why, because AOC is not my favorite uh, liberal. I know dog shit about AOC. I know she played Among Us with Corpse, and that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all I know is uh, she's just, like, very left. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, everybody knows AOC is just far left. She's literally like the left-wing reader, like left, left-wing leader, I guess. Left-wing ring leader. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, with everything that's going on in the world, you'd think there would be more compromise going but on. But that's in, what's pissing me off. In the politics because, of it. But that's why. Because there's fucking not, and it's But that's uh, why I'm getting bullshit. upset. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand why Biden wants more green energy, and he's made a vow to do that. But like, why did you just kill twenty thousand jobs that were going to help us? Save? Because it, you saw gas prices go up twenty cents. Oh, they only went up ten cents by us. Twenty cents here. <sighs> but it will go up for you here soon when fuel. Maybe. But how? And then, uh, but what I was getting to is the guy I was arguing. I was telling him like, oh, so. This pipeline's bad, but lithium and all these other mines to produce this product's okay. He's like, and he's like, but all you're worried is about, but, but, but mines. I'm like, oh, but you work for Monsanto or Bayer, a company that's known to produce GMO seeding and pesticides, which, however, has run off into clean water systems as terrorized environments. And he told me to not talk about it anymore because... What people use their products for is not the buyer's fault for how they use it if they use it wrong. And I'm like, oh, so these big industrial companies that you've kind of force-fed your product to are the ones reliable for the runoff of your pesticides? I, I mean, I'm not the higher-ups for those people. I don't know. But, but that's there's got to be There's got to be, like, a system a legality, in place for it, right? But that's a legality thing, but, you know... We all know Monsanto and Bayer, the Roundup is owned by Bayer and Monsanto. Mm. That pesticide has caused cancer. Sure. Name something in the U.S. that, ha- name something in the world that doesn't cause cancer. Well, ask California. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I asked him that question. He pretty, his response was, it's not my, it's no, it's not Bayer's fault for how people misuse their product. I'm like, oh, so, but these big industrial agricultural farmers that use your mm. product. Well, the- I mean, in in a way, I mean, that's that's pretty much like the mantra for any company, right? Yeah. So, like, that's that's the big problem for, for the firearm because community. Because nobody wants to be liable for a problem. That's, that's the big problem with the firearm community. Everybody wants uh, everybody that's anti-gun wants to go after the gun companies when they're not liable for what people do with the firearms that they purchase, right? But he wants to be... But he's one of those super far left people that thinks I should not be able to own a tank if I don't... Or an AR-15 or an M16 or a... 
I mean, I could under understand a tank. No, I think like, I, let's uh, let's get some, let's get some permits in place and then allow well, it. But I, I like, will, all right, the tank. I believe I need to have a special driver's license. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had to take a test for it but though. Like, it should be like you getting your like limousine's license. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be something restricted that's super expensive or anything. Well, that's my opinion. It should be. It should cost, and I should have to renew it annually. So what's what's the cheapest tank that you can buy? Uh, you could buy a World War Two Sherman tank. Uh, it can't shoot. They make they put cement down the barrel. Yeah. But uh, it could be illegally driven on any road. Uh, it costs about twenty five thousand dollars. So I believe the taxation for vehicles in. I'm a Wyoming resident. There's no tax on vehicles. Mm, yeah, let's just get into the logistics for that. But I mean, you know, there should be a taxation for that for sure. Well, I think there should be a but tax. Let it it's happen. A property. It's a tax on property. It should yeah, be a yeah. tax on. You should have a sales tax on, but a property tax. Mm. Depending on your state, I'll let your state rights depend on that. My state says I don't have sales tax, so blessed Wyoming Fun. on vehicles. Here I come. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But, and then uh, Montana has no yeah. sales tax on groceries or anything, so that's real beautiful. Montana's beautiful. We actually talked about maybe moving to Montana after all this bullshit's done and Let me know. With. We'll buy. Co- I'll put I money s- down on a compound with you guys. We'll buy. Yeah, dude, lands. I saw one. It was like it was like twenty, some like twenty seven thousand acres or some shit like that. Super cheap. A little. Or, no, not twenty seven thousand. Uh, twenty like seven acres yeah. for like twenty thousand dollars. Like a little house shit. on it or something. Yeah. Yeah, we, we considered it, but then <laughs> I contacted the uh, uh, Fish and Wildlife. I can't breed my snakes there. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're just against their rules. Because eventually, eventually I'm going to be working up into Burmese pythons, and I'm going to be crossbreeding my Burmese pythons with my ball pythons, because that's a crossbreed that you can get fertile eggs out of, yeah. so you can eventually self-sustain the breed of berm balls. And they make a lot of money. It's just incredibly hard to get the initial investment into it. Um, okay. And Burmese pythons are not allowed in Montana. I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Montana is one of those states where it's so big and so little people live there. If you were to get a little compound, just do your own thing. Fuck Who's yeah. actually going to know what you're doing? Uh, they will because when I sell them on the internet and it shows, they'll see. <laughs> I get yeah you're right yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but Wyoming probably won't have give no fucks maybe I, I mean Wyoming's cold country and Montana is too that's where the states those two states they're they're on old money like those states yeah. are wealthy on old money and people don't understand when I say that but that's what those communities build on so it's real hard especially when you go to those states where those people have lived off that for years. And that's what their livelihoods on. And that's where I'm getting at. Like, I'm not opposed for go green energy. Like, I lived in Yellowstone. I'm all full. And that's one of my minors in school is for, you know, environmental sustainability. Yeah, we have a plane outside. I don't know what's going on. but I think it's the heater. Yeah, it's probably running out. <laughs> Such is life. Yeah. I got a coat. But, uh, you know, um. But, uh, you know, I'm all for environmental sustainability. And I'm not saying we need to rely on oil for... Oh, yeah. But 
we that's, can't and cut that's where, that resource out. That's where most rational people agree, right? Yeah. The, we the things that you see are always either far left or far right. But the thing is, like, and no one understands, like, we can't just cut... Yeah, they may have been temporary jobs, but those would have been jobs for those livelihoods for the next five years to finish that pipeline. And that would have been $2 billion more billion plus recirculated back into our economy while they're yeah. building it. Sure. But, and, I mean... Their skill set isn't specific to but, but pipeline building. But right? they're, they're welders, they're, they're the machinists. Yeah. They're, but so those there's are people always that a market lost, for that anyway. Yeah, but they, the, but oil jobs pay more. So that when you tell someone, you know how many people, how I can't tell, and you probably can't fathom this. Picture you are working for the last year and a half because of the uh, prior administration. Yeah, you went into work right after Biden got elected. And your boss was like, he just signed an executive order and pulled all our permits. We're all laid off. I mean, and you were making it's it's the same thing that they, they would making, say to any other average Joe six find figures, another job. But they were making six figures. They would. I mean, they it's, it's the that, same. But, sure, they wouldn't. But that's where I'm getting at. Those people I get had it. That's, five that's years. Rough. That's rough. But to build money and help continue restructuring America, why we're looking for newer energy. Sure, and that's... I'm not discrediting... Oh, no, for certain. For certain. But that's... It just, and But he's gone further. You know, Biden has cut more jobs. He's planning on... cut. Don't get me wrong, our military expenses are high. But he we wants to cut, cut our military over, expenses in half and still be the highest. He wants to cut it by 80%. I mean... But that's unfathomable. I don't know about unfathomable. He can't, our, just to maintain the vehicles we have can't... Do, unless we just leave them in the ocean. Well, yeah. Obviously, there would ha- there would have to be some sort of contingency to to deal with that. Yeah. But, I mean, why why is our military budget so fucking high, but our vets are still struggling? I think our military budget's so high is because we also supply the United Nations with most of their military, you know, response. Yeah. And that's, and that's that's the big issue with America because of our foreign policy. And don't I, I would love to restructure that. I would love for us to have a military just for the U.S., pull our troops out of everywhere else, fuck everyone else. If they can't defend themselves, let them, whatever fucking happens, happen. Yeah, and maybe and, maybe that's the road that, that Biden's going to want to go down a little but bit. But I also you know? think tamper with it a little Biden's bit. Biden's not kinda... even going to be president longer than a year because they're going to evoke the 25th Amendment. You think? He's a, almost an 80-year-old man that had trouble speaking on his campaign, mm-hmm. and they started giving him steroids to speak better you I, could tell he's been drugged to speak better i don't know i he, he i don't I, he I don't, stutters i don't I, like the man but i do like him better than big orange right don't worry i i'm not <laughs> i i voted but, for uh you know um libertarian joe, party joe jorgerson yep. yep and uh i wish people actually had she had a good message I actually wanted Andrew Yang, of all people, to win. Yeah, I, I always. But he started saying some weird shit about everyone needs to be vegetarian and yeah. methane gases or what's oh, called. No. And I was like, No, <laughs> no. you're wrong. Oh, no. You're man. crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, I mean, let's be real though. The average, the average American could stand to have a little less red meat. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> we could eat a little more greens. We could, we could all. If they're more we could affordable, all eat a though. More greens. Yeah. 
That's the that's the two way street. Yeah, definitely. Why spend, you know, five dollars on a nice salad when you could get a two dollar cheeseburger? I bought two pizzas for less than twelve bucks right. from Domino's. Right. But if I were to go to uh, the grocery store to buy salad stuff, I'd spend about thirty, and that stuff would go bad in a week. Yep. That pizza will feed me for three days. Yep. That salad wouldn't. Hmm. I mean, I would eat it all probably in three days, but it's cost effective, you know? Yeah. Especially when we're, Definitely. we're not rich, no. you no. know? And then uh, what's great? I, I know very few people that are rich. <laughs> Elon Musk is one of my favorite friends I, I guess, have. I guess rich is, is very uh, subjective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, have you, uh, you've been following the latest uh, stock market stuff, right? I I've uh, I've definitely been aware of what's going on. So uh, uh, whether or not I have any do you, do you any education rundown? at all on what it is uh, is a different story. Um, I have wanted to uh, kind of dive into to stocks before because it's 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 interesting. Whether or not you're trying to make money on it, it's it's an it's interesting. It's cas- subject. It's gambling. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. It's casino gambling. But, uh, it, it's it's also it's also boy. a patience game, right? So, not only is it well, not only is it casino why, gambling. It's it's a patience game, no, right? But that's so why like, recently everyone's been up in arms about GameStop. So let me tell you what's going on, okay? Yeah, I saw I saw like the the basics of it, right? So yeah, like so, uh, started out at like four dollars a stock. So, well, everybody started well, buying. They, they so GameStop. Uh, Right after they released a console, they usually jump. Yeah. Right? And they were actually climbing pretty well. And then if you know anything climbing about the stock. Well. $4 st- is climbing pretty well for GameStop? Well, they were at a dollar. I oh, bought shit. them at 8 Damn. Like in October, and it dropped to 4 And then the new consoles come out. When the new consoles come out in the stores and they're making money, the stock drives up because the company is valued. Yeah. So even though it's a dying company, the stock was going up because the new consoles just released. If you let look, me buy Blockbuster, <laughs> they'll get to that. But uh, so if you look at their market, though, uh, a whole bunch of these hedge funds were going to do what they call a hundred percent short. A short is where uh, you borrow a stock from a broker. Say so you buy, you get the game stock stock so, for ten dollars. Okay, okay, you borrow so this it ten dollars. They bought the, So this hedge fund will borrow seven hundred shares of game stock from a broker at ten dollars, and then okay. that's. They're betting on a short the stock's going to devalue. So they sell it, and they're hoping the stock drops. And, and they then get to make the buy, difference, they right? Buy, so they, they try to sell it like well, no, the thing, $3, they, and no, then they so, keep the no, difference? No, so they sell. So they they get the, st- they get the 100 stocks of GameStop, let's say, for $10 a piece. So they yeah. have $1,000 in shares of GameStop. They got them at $10 a piece. They, they're waiting for that stock to drop under ten dollars at yeah. a certain point so they're hoping let's say five or four bucks yeah they buy it back at four dollars and give those stocks back to the broker so that six dollar difference is profit okay because okay. they got the stock back to the broker they borrowed but they got it back to them at a cheaper price right but however if you short a stock and let's say gamestop you borrowed those stocks at ten dollars a piece yeah and you sold them at ten dollars, and you're expecting it to drop, mm-hmm. and it climbs up to eighteen or twenty. You have to at some point buy back those stocks to return those stocks you borrowed 
to the broker itself. Right, so you have to pay out that More. $8 or $10 so, difference. And then um, a lot of hedge funds put their, they, they you know, do Facebook and all that, YouTube videos. Sure. They're I mean, saying they're, they're, that... they're telling people to start shorting GameStop and all that. And uh, they said some really derogative remarks to this very weird subreddit community called yeah, Wall Street, Wall Street Bets. Bets. Yeah. And they pissed off this community and this community is known for like these people think the stock market's like the casino they have no problem on multiple occasions taking their life savings putting it into a stock to bet against a hedge fund and lose it or make their money back they have no problem doing this and there's thousands i mean at that point it's like if it if but, it's hundreds of even if it's just hundreds of people right say like you have a hundred no, people no, no, and their life savings is 10 grand each and they dump yeah that 10 grand into that one stock all hundred people that would drive the stock up to right? a degree yes but these and hedge then funds just have, cash out they have but these hedge funds had billions and billions of dollars but the thing well, is yeah but they pissed off this group and it rallied millions of these all these new millennials that are just now getting into the stock market, yeah. it rallied them for some reason. And they're like, hold the line! <laughs> hold the line! Fuck them bitches! So uh, one of these guys, his name's Andrew Left, and he's from Cytron Research, right? Cytron Research is one of these companies that started their whole idea to manipulate the market and show people to help them. You know, like how mm-hmm. Robinhood stock you know, trading app was or any other, yeah. they all lose their way at some point. But, uh, this hedge fund he had Citron research and he was live streaming it. He was like, yeah, we're going to do a hundred percent short. He did the short, had the contract was about to sell it. And he was, he said something derogative to this community and set this motherfucker, the, the head of the whole community, he set this motherfucker off in the wrong way. <laughs> it just put him in a left field. He was like, what'd you fucking say? You want to lose a half a million, a half a billion dollars? Is that what you just wanted to say? Because <laughs> you fucking about to, dog. Yeah. So uh, he rallied this group of people, and Citron Research in one day lost half a billion dollars, five hundred yeah, ten million dollars. And the dude, when he saw that stock drop, it went down from like when he bought in, like he's like yes, and then it jumped forty five bucks. He's like. And he started crying, and he ended the live stream. And then recently, he says, "We're not going to do shorts anymore. We're on long investments now." Whoa! What? The way the stock market was supposed to be used, crazy. but then, uh, but other hedge funds. Because I feel like you know, when the stock market was a thing, like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed uh, I, to but, invest your money into a stock and hope that that company does yeah, well, right? Yeah. It was, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Just pull on, but they added you know, the casino aspect 50%. to it. You wanna, you wanna yeah. buy, it, you wanna do this, you wanna do this, you wanna, add, you wanna add your ads up, you wanna, yeah, you it, wanna make sure your bank account's going negative for the next year, or do you wanna, yeah, potentially have two hundred thousand? So, it's so such a crazy thing to me. But the but wait, there's more. I'm Billy sure Mays. there are. <laughs> so uh, other hedge funds were doing the same thing. Yeah, and one of these other hedge funds, I forgot their name. They had like two billion dollars. The same thing they were doing, like Saturn Research, they lost it. The next day, they were about to declare bankruptcy. Another hedge fund bailed them out, gave them an extra one point eight, and another hedge fund gave them another one point four. Market so they op- came out even higher than they were at. But the market opened, 
they all lost that. Yeah. A fourth hedge fund the next day came in. $7 billion. Lost that. So that's crazy to me. Like, are the... Because what they're doing is... Are there really that few of stocks that are available? There's 500, but these are so... They're trying to destroy these small... They're trying to get the money back in the market. Because when the little guy is winning like this right now, if all those people that are holding their GameStop stocks sold, $14.5 billion would be removed from the stock market, and eight of these hedge funds would fail. Good. Pull. But they won't, and that's what these hedge funds are betting on. (laughs) But then they try to short another stock, and they publicize it, or someone leaks information, and then these people put their money into the stock they're trying to short, which these hedge funds are trying to recoup a loss, and fuck them on that. That's why. So it's just been piggybacking from like GameStop to AMC to Best Buy and Bath and Body. Yep, yeah, they're they're literally doing this whole charade. Follow the leader thing. Yeah, trying to fuck. I mean, good. They're they're doing people. They're doing the Moby Dick. They're doing Moby Dick. Those hedge fund people do not give a goddamn shit about any of those people. The SEC is not okay with it. Why are they not okay with it when that's what the hedge fund people have been doing for fucking decades? But the thing is, a hedge fund guarantees certain amount of circulation of money in the market at any given time where you and I as an individual investor could pull our money out at any given time. And that's what they're worried about. Good. Let them worry. But that's why the market has taken a lot of stocks off and certain cryptos off. Like if you have Robinhood, they restricted AMC and GME GameStop's uh, ticker transactions they yeah. moved removed them for a whole day so these hedge funds had a way to recuperate their losses a lot of them have still lost money like gamestop should not be a 300 dollars stock oh yeah no fucking way <laughs> i have 50 of them and i can't sell them <sighs> that's crazy because i can't sell them on robin yeah, that's Robinhood crazy won't let me i sell mean them and you bought them for eight so i mean here's to hoping that they open it back up freely at, at least like 20 yeah <laughs> at least, at like least 20. let me sell 20 at a time. I mean, yeah, 20 at a time but for this 20. This is the first week it's happened. Now they have a whole weekend to fix the market to try to manipulate it. Yeah, because, like, even for I, I don't know how the stock market so works. Stock right? So, that, right that, now, it but closes at a certain time it, of day and you can't it use it. It closes and the, there's after even hour on trading. The, even on the apps and stuff. So, there's it closes and then there's like an hour and a half of after hour trading of what it's called. It's like an hour and a half because of and that, is that exclusive to people who have like specific licenses and stuff? No, if you have a phone, you could do it on your phone. Like Robinhood, you could still trade after hours. Okay. It will stop trading after a certain point. Okay. But what it's saying is. From here to Wall Street's an hour and a half difference for us. Right. When Wall Street closes, it gives us an hour and a half to still trade because that's the time it should close for us. Right. That's and it it, okay. it, it just is depending on your time zone really. Naturally. But uh it uh on the weekend and depending on your broker app or your broker, there is evening trading, overnight trading and flow and it's it's pretty much pen tra- pending. So you have trades lined up pending first thing in the mor- morning pre-market. Yeah. So when the market turns on, like they turn on the fucking switch to let the yeah. tickers run. All these overnight transactions, sales, trades, and whatnot they all run hit. through. And the pre-market does it. And the pre-market kind of determines the run up or down of a stock. 
for the and day. For the day, depending on how the evening was or the yeah. news or the quarter or whatever. But then the early morning of the daytime or midday or whatever also affect. It really depends. But GameStop, the only reason it jumped was because these hedge funds were trying to yolo swerve the man. And they're like, you know, they're like. You need to, they were talking to poor people. You need to invest your money into stocks. And the poor people are like, okay. And they're like, all right, cool. And then they waited a minute like, wait, stop. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. Yeah, I've seen you're the taking- memes. They're fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know? They're fucking so, uh, hilarious. That's what's going on right now in the stock market. And then Dogecoin, I don't even know how the fuck that's kicking off right now. And I think it's just hype. Because Dogecoin of all cryptocurrencies is horrible. Right. It's the only cryptocurrency that doesn't have a limit. So Bitcoin, when it's all mined, it's all mined. XRP, lithium, Litecoin, cash, whatever. There's a certain mining amount. Yeah. Uh, Dogecoin pretty much just like, how much lube do you want to masturbate to this 40-minute video for? <laughs> and do you want to press repeat 80 times? Do you want the one-gallon barrel or the 55-gallon drum? Yeah, it's like listen, and then after a while, like there, it it does this thing called a burn. So Dogecoin's notorious for it, where it just burns old coin. So if you don't use the old coin or your wallet's inactive for so long, it just burns it. Oh, so it's not even that good of an investment in the first place, unless you're actively trading it. But I don't know how. I got it when it was like. So like at I this said, point. A, 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 with like a millionth of a penny. Yeah, I don't understand how it's over five cents right now. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I would, I would like to get in on it. Um, but I don't see like, how it's going to hit a dollar though. Though, yeah, I was just gonna, because like, the the trend seems seems to keep going. Right, you get this cryptocurrency, and then it booms. Right, you have Bitcoin. Everybody freaking out that it's two thousand dollars. Blah 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 blah, and then it's thirty thousand dollars. Right. So then everybody's like, oh, what's what's the new up and coming crypto? Right. And then you have the Ethereum. I saw that when it was like seven cents or 70 cents or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, Bitcoin's already blowing up. How much are people going to buy into cryptocurrency that isn't Bitcoin? Right. Stupid on me. Right. So then that one blows up. That one's, you know, fourteen hundred dollars right now. So then they're like, "Okay, well, now we need another one that we can burn into. And then that's where I see the Dogecoin coming in because me as somebody who doesn't have any money to burn into anything more than, I mean, I would be stretching myself thin for the month if I put, you know, 50 bucks into any kind of stock or crypto for that matter, which to me, the way you explained it, it seems like Doge is more of a, uh, it's more of a stock trade rather than a crypto. It's a meme. It's a meme crypto. Yeah. It's like, it's more of a stock trade because if the coins are just going to not last, there's no point. There's no point in holding. Well, I mean, if you're, if your wallet's active, like if you still touch it and all that, you're not going to lose your coin. Well, yeah, but like, say you don't touch somebody like years for somebody that would say maybe get eight. Eighty-eight thousand stocks for the coin or coins. coins we'll just yeah, call it coins. Coin. They are yeah, eighty-eight thousand coins, right? And they're like, okay, well, I got this at a really good price. I'm gonna sit on it for the longest time. Maybe it'll hit a dollar, and I will fucking bank. As long as they're active on the wallet, as in they have the app on their phone or it's being able to be tracked. 
Sure, but like it if takes, the last burn was five years ago, and they burnt wallets that were twelve years inactive. Oh shit! Okay, so the way you worded it, it seemed like it, it was a relatively often thing. It's no, the last burn gotcha. was like five years. So I was gonna say, like, if if I were it's to not a you know thing. drop drop you know fifty bucks in it now and get you know two thousand coin I, I don't know what the rate is right now yeah, whatever but no you're uh, and, not gonna lose sit on it for 10 years or eight let's say as long as let's you say look 18 at 18 years there, until i have a kid long- and the kid is ready to get a license yeah. right yeah. and if i sit on that just knowing that i have that because i can't afford to burn money into the stocks and stuff what it would get burned and i just wasted 50 bucks and missed out on thousands you maybe. just gotta make sure you w- look at it touch it you <laughs> yeah. know just activate just, your wallet so, just touch it a little bit just you put just it in got, your hand that's and, one oh, thing it's that. really dogecoin is one of those weird things man and uh i don't really understand why people like it uh because it's fucking funny especially now the reason it's shooting up is because everybody's like oh stock market stock market look at the memes oh what else on here is funny and then they like oh this is a cryptocurrency called doge that's fucking funny it's a meme but it's been out for as long as bitcoin yeah but the stock market hasn't boomed for them to you know, like, yeah. well, I mean, it's it's boomed, but like, it hasn't had this uh, uh, attention from uh, the media that it does now. No, which is bringing more people's attention to it. So they're like, oh that's shit! That's why Robinhood and all these traders are taking it off their broker. Which is bullshit. The only reason I even got Robinhood was so I could put in a Doge. <laughs> yeah, now you can't. Now I can't. Yeah, isn't that? Is, is there anywhere that I can even do that anymore? You could do uh, Coinbase. Uh, let me get you on Coinbase. I'll invite you. Okay. Coinbase like, is lit. Coinbase is my crypto wallet, and uh, nice. as long as you get Coinbase, you won't lose anything. Gotcha. Uh, it, yeah, I I didn't know. I don't know anything about crypto wallet. I don't know anything you about need that. To I was be just safe gonna too because like Robinhood's weird with crypto. Uh, I don't trust it because Robinhood doesn't give you real time pricing. It's actually lagged by three seconds. Gotcha. A real clicker number, the thousandth is always changing. No ifs, yeah. ands, or buts. Yeah. Robinhood, you see one number change like every second, you know? That's because Robinhood takes a second because they are being safe. And that's how they make commission because they sell their research off to another hedge fund. And that's why it's free commission because they sell what you're doing. So these companies bet against it. Right. Even though it's like free, um, what do they call it? Like free, free commission. Free marketing or whatever. It's a free for- commission based uh, broker app. But okay, they, so they, like, so they sell. So they their, don't. They won't take a percentage if you do. Now cryptos are different. They will take it on crypto. They will take it on crypto because just crypto not is real. Stock. T- the crypto is the only real time. Gotcha. Unless you have a uh, margin account with Robinhood, gotcha. then they give you real time. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? But you is that need something to have you got to pay the premium for? Or is you like, have to put twenty five hundred dollars in, and then oh, they'll give you another twenty five hundred dollars to trade with. Mm. So you have a five thousand dollar account, but. And then you have to pay like a monthly due on it. But if you're trading five thousand dollars, you should make profit every month. Yeah, that's. It's shit, weird. What though, can I sell for twenty five hundred dollars? Hey, you want to buy a couple of my snakes? Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> I could give you my left testicle for twenty three grand. Oh. Two grand cheaper than the hospital offered my dad. I don't know that they'll want mine. You know, being all. That's why I was offering you mine. <laughs> Maybe we could uh, do it. You want to split it? Well, I could give you mine and just they could implant it in you. That way, if you do have a child naturally, it's uh, not blind. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I I am uh, I'm gonna just blindly run into the future and, and hope that they have <laughs> progress. No pun intended. Because um, I mean, they're coming a long way with technology, oh, and yeah. even even talking to the doctor about because 
you know, we went to the doctor like, hey, we're thinking about having kids, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I mean, I get your apprehensiveness, but at the rate that everything's going right now, we'll have something for you. We will more than likely they should be have able something to pull for that your bad gene out. Yeah. We'll more than likely be. Oh, yeah, they can do that. Lord knows how fucking expensive it is. But if you really wanted but to, we there, could, there's yeah, a will, there's a way. Gene therapy is a thing that we could do. Yeah. Really? I don't know how much it would cost, and I don't know that is I would want to put that Is that something where they're like injecting stuff into your sack? It's not... I imagine it would be something more along the lines of you give a sample, and then they... Run it through like a machine, like how they could do blood to get rid of... Yeah, maybe something like that. Because Maybe you something can like that. donate blood with HIV and they just run it through, through a machine and it pulls it out apparently now cleans it. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Thank you, technology. Apparently, or I guess if that blood's being donated to someone that has HIV, it's like... It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I All I know That's is crazy. people with HIV can now donate blood. That's awesome. I guess it... I don't know how. I mean, it's absolutely crazy and I don't know how much I would I would trust it. But you don't because know, I mean technology is technology, right? Yeah. It, there's always a margin for failure. Yep. Like, there's yeah. no such thing as a perfect technology. Yeah. You know what's crazy, dude? Blood infusions. Yeah. I. I and how? It's not even something that's been around for that long either. It's been like 200 years for blood infusions. It's kind of interesting. That's yeah. That's like a, that's the Civil War, thing. they didn't even really do that. The Revolutionary War, and it was like World War One when they started messing with it. Yeah? Yeah, because, like, you have to think, like... I mean, they knew what blood types were, and I'm sure there were, but, like, now we have, like, a whole national scale of, like, a blood donation drive and a blood banks. Yeah. It's weird. That is weird. Like, how much blood's actually out there just concealed in these bags and room-controlled temperatures for people that need it? I'm like, how much... That is nuts. It's it's kind of weird. It... Maybe how vampires much, do exist. How much blood's actually stored right now? Maybe the runners, Let's Google Maybe this. the people that run those companies are actually vampires. Uh, I mean, if Elon Elon Musk is a alien, so they are Oh, that's likely. There are That's anyway, fucking likely. How much blood is stored in the US blood banks? Let's see this. I'm actually intrigued. Um, so blood's only good for 42 days. Wow. That's, a, that's not, that's not very a long. 2,400 institutions, 9,500 individual members of AABB, uh, blood bank. First world war explosion. Uh... <clears throat> that's not a lot of locations for real I mean they're saying 42 the, days you said 42 days blood could survive before that's, the platelets in it start failing because that's it's crazy not, because it's not being it's, reintroduced yeah, to yeah, the yeah. heart it's of not being circulating yeah, it's and not circulating. filtering naturally and yep. stuff so. I mean it makes sense but, but that's still on that's average still about only 37% of the U.S. population is eligible, less than 10% do annually, 10% of those, 8% of them do it more than two and a half I wonder times why that to is. three years a year. 
They're estimating Why is that about, such a low number of uh, they're esti- uh But that's just like people that join the military, in a sense. How many people actually can serve and how many people do serve. 10% of people are eligible to serve our nation during this time because we're not at war. But only 4% of them may actually sign up and only 2% of them actually serve. Yeah. But they're saying there's about 1.2 million uh, liters of blood in every region in the U.S. at any given time. Damn. New York in the East Coast has more, obviously, as well as the West Coast. But I think that's actually a loan. I think 1.2 billion liters. That's crazy. Because the average human only has like six, seven liters of blood, I think. Right. So that's, yeah, because you could donate one liter of blood and be okay, but you can't donate blood again for another few days because you have to regenerate the blood you donated. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that some shit? That's crazy. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Man. Dude, I can't believe it's 856 now. You got any other stuff we want to talk about real quick before we wrap up? Um. Turning the frogs gay. They're turning the fucking frogs gay. They're putting chemicals in the water and turning the fucking frogs gay. That's a true thing, though. Yeah, I, we we had touched on that briefly for a while. So I, I, I just kind of want to put a, wanted to put my two cents in on that, yeah. right? So, sure... That that could be likely, right? No, it, it's there's a multiple studies done. Okay, but but hear me hear me out on this, right? So on. I can I can take a ball python and make it have sex with a Burmese python and get a berm ball python. Yeah. So wouldn't it wouldn't it be likely that or not likely, but at least possible that. Amphibians that can reproduce asexually maybe could breed because just because they can produce asexually doesn't mean that they can't breed. Right. So wouldn't it be possible for those animals to have bred and produced asexually? No, that's the stuff. That's what the study was proving is. The, the species of frogs that were affected by this chemical, the males were becoming homosexual. Well, I mean, and they were, first off, let's they, touch on the but, fact that like but this, this, animals in the animal kingdom have been homosexual yeah, since the that, dawn of the, time. This frog, but, but like, when they were reproducing, they, they would not go to a female mate. That was This amphibious frog was one of few that were not asexual. Okay, so couldn't it... Couldn't it be possible that at some point down their genetic line that they did reproduce with an amphibian that is able to produce asexually? Who knows? But the chemicals tested in their blood prior to it being introduced to their environment and after have indicated otherwise in their hormonic gene changes. That's crazy. You're going to have to send me those links because it has been perplexing me forever because I'm like, well, I can take two different, like, you can take, Don't um, give me, no, I'm not, you trust can, me. You can crossbreed. Trust me. A lot of fucking uh, I know. animals, you right? Can cross so, like, a lot. you can make asexually too. Yeah. So, so uh, you could take you could take the fucking the two anacondas of the world, right? The yellow anaconda and the green anaconda, and make the most assholeish motherfucking anaconda in the world. Like they are a goddamn nightmare. They are so so badly temperamented. They are so defensive, and everything is food to them. 
if you have one of those and you don't get bitten, you're going down in history. So like there are so many different possible ways that any of these cross breeding genetics could, could happen naturally. It, it just baffles me that like, that's not something that was no, trust me. And that's what these scientists for 10 years are studying. Okay, so I didn't know that part, and I need, I need, I need, I need those sites, my man. Yeah, no, I will say it's, it's University of California. Um, I think it was uh, Fresno. I'll send you the links here after we're done talking. But there's a lot of articles, and then like Montana State University did one, Alaska University Institute of the Wildlife did one. Um, a lot of research ones. I think there was even a study from. St. Louis uh, Zoo's uh, zoologist department that sent a private team out there to research it themselves, and they—that's hilarious. Uh, like, there's a, and it's still being investigated now because it was a huge environmental man, uh, impact by my favorite company, Monsanto. <laughs> That's you <know>? funny. <laughs> so, uh, way to loop back around. <laughs> yeah, uh, but nobody wants to, and that's. Alex Jones, when he said to turn in the freaking, he was being, you know, there was satire in it. Yeah, but there he was, was being a lot, Alex Jones. Got it. But there was truth. Yeah. And I would, and when I tell people that and I send them the link, there's two things like, oh my God, you're right. Or they block me and say that's false information. I'm like, okay, because an, an institution that you value so highly in a democratic state called California wrote this, it's wrong now. Huh. Weird. <laughs> That's where I'm getting at. So please tell me your gun right laws again. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. did you know California until 2008 you're allowed to open carry a gun down the street? It could not have a magazine or a clip inside of it. Yeah. But you could openly carry. And then they yeah. changed it after there's, a lot of the YouTube videos went out viral. Yeah. There's there's tons of places that you can even still do that to this day. Missouri is one yeah, of them. Missouri is one of them. But Missouri had uh, a hiccup circumstantially, too. right? Uh, yes. Only some of the county. I think yeah. Jefferson County you can, but only in certain parts of uh, yeah. St. Louis County you can. But they Missouri also had a hiccup because they kind of pretty much said you don't need to have a license to carry a gun. You could just buy one. And if you want to carry a gun, I feel like you at least need I don't to know. know how to own a use a gun and operate it properly so, for safety. That's that's kind of a little bit of a misinformation, right? Yeah. So in order, the 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 license is for the uh, concealed carry, right? But you don't need that anymore to you CCW. Don't, you don't need a concealed carry, correct? But I feel um, like it should be something you can own, every you gun can own owner a gun, needs period, to go. Every regardless. gun owner needs to get a CCW. They need to go through the training outlet. They should. They, they, yes. It's, I believe if we were to ever put any, that's one regulation. Every gun owner needs to go through that training once, at least once. Uh, to a certain extent, I, I I would be inclined to agree. Um, at least, or at, at least have an idea of how to use your fucking. I, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know how that course goes. Right? It is teaches there, is you there, how to. No, shoot. I know. I know like the basics of it, but what are the logistics of it? Right? Do you have to have? Uh, yeah, like, to shoot. If I were to go to, in with my to prescription to for my eyes, oh, would as I, long would as you I hit fail? your targets. Well, yeah, fine. but that's yeah. what I'm getting at. Like. I know how to shoot. I've had great aim but the thing, for my was, entire if life. You're, uh, if, uh, if you had a note saying this is your imperity, they would, you know, adjust it to a degree, you know? Like, if I were to go, because I have better vision, not, not 
bragging her. I have to you shoot. You son of a bitch. Yeah. We're not talking anymore. How dare you? Yeah. I'm going to uh, block you. Okay. Have fun walking home. <laughs> um, they they pretty much say out of the 40 rounds, you have to shoot at 25 yards with a pistol. You I have, have to, to make 30-ish. Like 33. 30-ish. Okay. Yeah, and that's fine. I could do that uh, night and day, but I just... Like, but for you, they probably want you to try to do twenty five. For my mom, I mean, oh, she sh- has a little bit of just a little bit of her vision, and like, if she were to live on her own, I wouldn't want her without that safety net, right? But I would, I would also get that want woman. To make sure I would get that woman a judge blindly either. Well, yeah, I, I, but I would get that woman a judge. Get her a pistol that shoots shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like that would be the best route to go for her, and that's fine. And and she would she would need that safety net, right? I don't want somebody to break into my mom's apartment knowing that she's blind. No, and uh, she has the full right to own the gun. And I'm not saying it it should be mandatory, but it should be highly suggested or highly encouraged. Yeah. And it should be a free course. Oh, yeah, 100%. It should be subsidized by the federal government. Absolutely. Not the the state. Yes. You're like, hey, you know what? I want to... I haven't done a class in twenty years. I want I'm a I want to see what the new uh, information is. Yeah, it's let me let me not... let me update to the new standards. Yeah, <laughs> what's some of the new uh, safety procedures that the young guys are doing? You know, but it shouldn't be something where I'm paying eighty dollars and get a certification from a licensed person with an F four. Yeah, firearms license. You know, although that would be cool because then you could take them to the side and say, "Hey, let me shoot that MP5 on full auto dog." Yes. <laughs> no, um, and uh, that's where I'm at. That's the most regulated thing I feel like about guns. Oh, I agree. Guns but, are already heavily regulated. But I the mean, thing, more the re- state of Missouri falls under it. But there is the but Missouri's the, fighting against it. The, Did you see the new bill they passed? Mm-mm. We're uh, repealing all. Past, present, and future gun laws in Missouri. Awesome. Federally. Awesome. We're abolishing the ATF. Fuck the ATF. Fuck the ATF. Um, but, but, like, no, I lost it. I hate that. Yeah, there are already tons of regulations in place for firearms. Period. End of story. There are none of these. There are none of these crazy loopholes. The only thing that even comes remarkably close to these loopholes are the ability to uh, personally sell firearms, right? And people at gun shows aren't allowed to do that, so there's no gun show loophole. They're not personal. They're selling it as a company. Mm -hmm. It's a and that's legal. That is legal. And they don't need to run background checks. Well, they do. Not at gun shows, though. Yes, they do. They do. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Anytime you buy a firearm from a company, period, end of story, whether it be at a gun show or at a gun shop, they have to run you a have check. to run a check. The only time you don't have to run a check is when you sell it's the gun personally. Like, if I were to sell you my pistol, mm-hmm. yep. I don't. I know you, I'm pretty sure you're here. We just have to have a bill of sale that way it's not on my record if you use it for crime. Yep. I'll be like, oh, I sold this to him four days ago. They may ask me, did you think he had intentions to uh, use it for crime? I was like, no, I thought he had intentions for self-defense. Yep, and that is is the only thing that is remotely close to these loopholes that everybody keeps spouting about. And Missouri is one of the one of the states that does have that quote unquote loophole that's not really a loophole i don't know the full uh logistics of it but you don't it, even but I, need I know... a bill of sale to say you sold your gun all you have to say is you sold it yeah yeah and, that, and that's that kind clears, of the biggest that i mean that clears me honestly because i had two guns stolen in the uh, 
in the uh, theft of our house. Uh, I was luckily able to pull the serial number of one, so maybe they'll catch the guy from that. But um, yeah, so I, it, it it really, really bugs me when people go on and on about gun laws. Like, they need background checks. They have background checks. There need to be waiting periods. There are waiting periods. They don't need to be as long as they are, though. But you shouldn't be able to go into a store and buy a gun drunk as fuck. Oh, yeah, for certain. Like, that's 100%. And that's at the store's discretion, right? I'm pretty sure they're not supposed to sell it to you, but, I mean, but it's, it's a store. They're like, oh, we're, we're going to make a fucking sale. Yeah, but it's um, usually a mom and store that's trying. And they're making a living. They're trying to. Yeah. you know, And a lot of them aren't making a lot of money like people think. No, I mean. Guns have, that's... but all the money is in their guns in their store. Yeah. You don't see them buying the AR-15 they probably bought it for eight hundred, and they're selling it for eleven. Yeah, but it's sitting there probably for a year and a half till someone buys it, and it's sitting there is not making any money. Yeah, well, first off, don't buy a fully built AR, AR in the first place. Well, if you, you buy all the parts separately. It. Yeah, if you buy well, all buy the parts the base, separately, buy the base and build your trigger, build the barrel, the ear. Yeah, you're spending marginally less. Uh, I'm I'm building one for six hundred dollars. Ooh. Nice. You need you need to send me the specs you have. I may uh, alter it to my my perfection. I will. I will yeah. certainly do that. But uh, I I'm doing an eighty percent lower, and I'm milling it out myself. So, Ooh. luckily, my uncle has all the materials to or all the tools to to do that because oh. he he's been doing that for himself. That's like his hobby. He loves building his guns and stuff. Uh, so he's letting me build with his tools. That's what's <clears> up. Yeah. So and it's it's really. I mean, it's fun. I spent 80 bucks on the lower and then the rest of the kit is like 400, 480 bucks. Yeah. You could literally buy a, a Frankenstein set is what they call it. And it's just makes a match of different parts. Oh yeah. You could, you could certainly you could do that. You could go and it's still cheaper than buying a pre-built. Yeah. You could go, you could go and scour the internet for the, the cheapest compatible parts and you could easily easily build an ar a functioning ar-15 for four hundred dollars and it it would be pretty accurate not yeah it would it would would shoot just the same as every every other one but it would just it would just long time looking for all the part yeah yeah. it's a process and it's fucking it's a fucking dog shit ugly (laughs) i mean if you're looking for looks then you buy i mean you find you find that you find that fucking uh 20 inch barrel on sale for thirty dollars cheaper than the msrp 16 inch barrel you're gonna have a fucking 20 inch barrel and then you find that fucking you know 10 inch guard on sale for you know twenty dollars cheaper than the fucking 20 inch yeah well not the 20 inch but like the the 15 inch guard then you're gonna have a fucking 20 inch barrel with a 10 inch guard it's gonna be fucking nonsense and your fucking your gas tube is gonna be exposed probably but but you're just like fuck it it's functioning you just have to be a little more gentle because you don't want to fuck with that gas tube but um yeah you could you could fucking you could build one for under under four hundred dollars oh yeah man because you can, I mean, even the 80% lowers, you can sometimes find those as cheap as like 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I paid, technically I paid 60 for mine, but with shipping and tax, it was close to 80. But That's awesome. Yeah. That's super awesome, dude. Yeah, it's super cool. <coughs> now I just have to figure out how to fucking buy ammo, because it's all gone. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I found me. I found uh, bulk ammo on uh, uh, one ammo type that's actually everybody's been uh, all the uh, crazy anti gun people have been trying to fight to get uh, uh, banned. It's called Green Tip, and yeah, it's Green Tip is hit or miss though it's it's surplus ammo in a sense yeah it is and i and i did find a a surplus source of it that still has it in stock but it's like a thousand dollars yeah because uh are you shoot what type of uh caliber five five six yeah that's why well yeah i mean even one round of that's a dollar usually give or take uh it used to be uh marginally less but that's about what it is now just because supply and demand yeah yeah, because of all the crazy people. Yep. And uh, it's crazy how many people uh, who are against guns have been buying it because of the state of America right now. I know. And uh, the, the last thing I'm going to touch on before we end it here uh, is just how former President Trump handled him leaving office. Extremely poorly, and he kicked his fucking supporters in the teeth by pardoning the man that stole millions from them. Which just goes to show he never gave a shit about the people in the but first place. But those people uh, weren't upset he pardoned it. Because they're fucking stupid. Yep. They're brainwashed. Oh, yeah. No, and... Uh, There's no question. Those people are fucking brainwashed. And I, I'm really wondering how uh, the ninth is going to uh, unfold with uh, the... Yeah. Inform- because- and that was one, actually one of the executive orders that Biden, Biden put through was putting a freeze on everything that Donald Trump did in his last three days of office. Really? Yeah. What was the last three days he did? Uh, like 150 pardons. Oh, so he put a freeze on all those pardons. I don't know if it, it if it targeted the pardons specifically, but he but also reversed the uh, uh, one of the travel bans and stuff like that, and so he froze that and like reenacted the travel ban. He did do a lot of executive orders though in his first like three days of office. So. Yeah, I think it was like 15 in the first day. Yeah, but everyone in Trump's 100 days were up, so he did 23, and I'm like, huh. I mean, I get, so I, I get if it. you go through, if you go through, uh, I mean, and I just did the other day, I would say a good 80% of the executive orders that he pushed through were COVID-related. Right. We're in a pandemic right now, right? Yeah. I, I would say a good 80 of them were COVID-related, which is, which is understandable because uh, from what I hear... Trump was just spouting nonsense and had zero plan for the distribution of the vaccines. He had almost zero stock of the vaccines. He didn't have a plan at all. Because he was trying to be reelected. If he got reelected, I'm sure there would have been a plan rolled out. Oh, I'm sure. But it would have been like, all right, well, now I have to sign the executive order to get this shit in. And, you know, the same, basically the same thing that that Biden did, which was. But this whole election was just weird, too. And I think uh, we. The mail-in definitely affected a lot of it. Yeah. Just because of the situation. We're, and if, how early it's, they allowed mailing and ballots to start, which was like April, May. Yeah. And I mean, justifiably so, man. So I think... I think I think I really think that was justified, right? I, we're I in the middle it, of a pandemic. But we shouldn't have had the... Oh, they should have just made a universal app that every American... Could have registered and you'd because they that would have had you be put, ideal in a perfect you world. Put, but you could have like, put your social security into it, and they could have backed it by the IRS FBI background check, and yeah. then they would have let you vote. That'd have yeah. been more secure than a mailing system because our think, mail system is not secure. 
it's not as secure as people want it to be, but I don't or think it to be. I don't or portray it to be, but I also don't, I don't think, think it's it as, as insecure as, as everybody yeah, else no, was saying but that I, it was. I, I just think the way they handled this election could have been, and it, it was the first time, so it's a precedent. However, I think allowing f- six months before voting and then allowing and, people to recast a new mail in ballot to void out their old one. Yeah. Because I've, my neighbor, you, I, I know they've redid their ballot halfway through the year because the person they voted for dropped out of the race, so they got a new ballot. To yeah. Re- you shouldn't be allowed to, they shouldn't have been allowed to do that. Well. Because they allowed, they had so many more candidates available then. Yeah. I get it, but that's, then that's why they should not have allowed, if the mail-out ballot should not have been available until the final candidates for each party were selected. That I can't agree with, but at the end of the day, right? It's it, it was for the safety of the people, and safety this isn't this people, isn't going to be a be, reoccurring thing. Right? I hope it's not, but that uh, maybe the, uh, they stretch it out an extra month. One of the executive you know, orders whatever, Biden not, passed though was to enhance mail-in ballots for future elections. Sure, but the enhancement maybe doesn't apply to the pandemic standard of what the mail-in ballots were, right? Yeah, but so maybe uh, to the original allocation of the mail-in ballots maybe extend that a little further i think that's okay yeah i think that's okay i mean technically places are legally obligated to let their people go vote on voting day and oh, all yeah. that fun stuff and people don't but realize people don't, that yeah exactly people They're don't like, realize my that They're won't like, let me vote i can't i'm like they have to they exactly if you're late for to. work and but, they write you up you send that in to the better business bureau they get a fat fi- if you get fired for it they have to give you your job back or they have to pay at least you. compensate you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. But it it also you know people are just oblivious to it. Yeah, people things. are so oblivious to that. But it it gave those people the opportunity to get it done early, yep. which is why we had such a good turnout. The largest oh, in American history. Yeah. Oh, there's no way that many people voted. Well, when you give them extra time and they don't feel like they're pressed for time on that and you day give them specifically, the option. Then yeah, you're gonna have more people vote. That's just common sense i i and the mail-in votes are going to be for the party that promotes the mail-in votes of course not saying the votes are going to be fraudulent but he's to say we weren't there counting it and no it's a he said she said and it's it's a very solid the system's not wrong and yeah there were votes counted that were thrown out here and there but they were nothing significant and the people that did that are actually right now facing huge fines and years of jail time huge and the big fucking argument on the stupid machines, half those machines were fucking red. Over half those machines were red. Yeah. yeah. If they were to overturn those machines, Donald Trump would have still lost. Yep. Yeah. It's it? crazy. But, and, uh, I'm not saying the election was perfect, and I'm oh, not no. saying it was We've the best We've never election. had a perfect election. I don't for one second believe that this was the most secure election that we've I'm ever had. I'm sure there had. was a lot of convoluted bullshit that happened behind the scenes that yeah. most Americans don't know. Maybe Trump did win, and this was because the United States government, the Illuminati, the Illuminati... <laughs> Did not want him anymore. They yeah, wanted, that's right. and they may have just. <laughs> They're like, it. "Fuck, we almost happened for fucking World War Three with Kim Jong Un, and we don't want to play that game again." Yeah, so they <laughs> the Illuminati because he wasn't a part of it. You know, he uh, just said "fuck you." But anyways, man, um, I don't know. It's just it's been a weird year, and uh, 
hopefully uh, we finally get back to normal life here soon, man. That's and that I'm... is the only reason that I voted blue. To get back to normal to life? To get back to fucking normal. But Even if the politicians aren't working their asses off for us, it's not causing a ruckus throughout the entire fucking yes. country. And the politicians are working on political shit, not working on fucking Donald Trump. Yes, they're doing... Right now, they're like, doing the fucking... Like in four more years, Republicans will have a better candidate. And, Absolutely. And uh, it's going to either make or break or we're going to see another civil war. I think in four yeah. years, we may see, four to eight years, we see a civil war. Maybe. It's it's entirely possible with the way things are going. And it, it was made so abundantly clear with Donald Trump as president. How the, the upset system, the American people the are. The system is so fragile. Yep. That if the right person in there who was marginally smarter than Donald Trump and knew all the right things to say, he could get it or she could get an uprising. Yep. That was made abundantly clear with his four years. Yeah. And it goes to show that the system's corrupt, too. Oh, 100%. Because he was the, the only system, politician that The system that being should, corrupt has he should never not been, have been in question. there anyways. Yeah. He should never have been president. He had no business being a president. But he showed the system is flawed. Yeah. And that showed the American people... And then it also showed how divided we are as a people as well. Oh, 100%. And I'm hoping over the next, because we have two years until half the House and Senate go up in the election again. I hope in the next two years, while we're under one, a majority of a liberal state of democracy, I hope they're able to amend America for the issues we've had over the last four years. If not, the lack of progress we've had for the last four years. Because that's my biggest. They're able to recorrect the progress that we've lacked in the last four years in the next two. If not, I hope more stand up politicians replace them, regardless of their political sides, and they're there as a centralist. I don't give a shit which side you stand on. Get shit done for the American people. You're working for us, motherfucker. And that's why our Second Amendment right is there, because we're coming for you one day. (laughs) <laughs> whether that be eight years from now or 50 years from now or if i gotta teach 100. my grandson how to shoot a fucking soldier that's a problem big problem bud we be teaching them how to shoot deer not people yep but till next time guys you're gonna hear more about me and will's stories uh let's say what eight more weeks nine more weeks i guess that's routine now yeah i mean well, yeah, about I was on six to eight weeks. I was on, I was on four, then I was on twelve. Yeah, now about, I'm on yeah. twenty. So yeah. about I'll eight see weeks. you. Uh, I'll see you twenty seven, twenty eight. If he's back on thirty, that means we've had a long time. That's true. Yeah, that's but true. Guys, this is episode twenty. Fan favorite Will Larson back on. Uh, you guys have a good fucking night. Stay tuned for more. Peace out, bitches. Peace. <laughs> This is the motherfucking outro of the episode 20 podcast. What the fuck's up, guys? Yeah, guys, this was episode 20. Hope you guys fucking enjoyed it like I did. Will and I have always had great conversations, and uh, they've always lasted over quite so, uh, over an hour. And I can't ask for more than that, guys. Such a cool time with the man, and uh, I, I, I can't ask for anything else. I'm... I'm I'm really speechless. Uh, remember, guys, we're starting a merch store here soon. We got two shirt designs coming up for you here soon. We got a hat design with four variations on the khaki idea, and uh, I want you guys to like the face. I want you all to like the Facebook page, like the Facebook status I made on my page. If you don't have me as a friend, 
and uh, 15 likes, we start doing it. After we get a few more designs in, we open up the store, and I can't wait for you guys to see some of the merch I have in store for you. Again, this is WGO with Joe. Thank you so much for the support. Have a fucking blessed night, and I'll see you all next fucking week. Peace!